5 a.m. Mornings are the worst. I lie there until the pain takes over, until the cramps start ripping my knee from my leg. They said that this would happen, but I didn't want to be addicted to drugs. I didn't want to be taking things that numb my mind. So the days are okay, but the nights, uh, the nights. Well, this will end sometime soon. I just jump out of bed heading straight towards the coffee pot that I've already prepared, the, the Italian mocha I keep on the stove. Um, coffee helps, surprisingly enough. You know, two, two espresso first thing in the morning and the leg's moving again. Then a uh, cortisone pill at eight, and um, some tramadol at 10, and I can actually go go around my day uh, doing what I've got to get done because I'm alone. I'm alone here, and yes, that's what I wanted. That's what it has to be, but if I don't stay moving, if I don't stay active, then I'll die quicker than I expected, quicker than I wanted. Um, uh, I'll roll a cigarette and then try and explain this, maybe in a way that people can understand. So why the elephant's graveyard? Why going off like this? Hmm. I've spent phew, the greater part of my life, no, actually my whole life, being affected by other people, both positively and negatively. I've been uh, abused, son, uh, damaged soul at times, and other times what I think is a great humanitarian. Others might argue with that. I raised my two daughters on my own. I have had four love, great loves of my life. Um, but I don't know, about 15 years ago, I realized, and I should probably uh, say ahead of time that I've followed, like, I've not followed, I've tried almost every alternative practice there is. That's right, you hear the sound of me lighting a cigarette. Politically incorrect, that's another reason why. The elephant's graveyard, because believe it or not, I'm not dying of lung cancer. A lifetime of smoking cigarettes, and it's actually, it's actually my hip and my colon that went first. Um, who knew? 
But I guess I got the last laugh because everybody I know has always given me shit for these cigarettes. Everybody I know has always said that, oh, they're going to kill you. They're gonna, you got to stop that. And in the end, it's not what's killing me. Um, you could say the human race is killing me. It's the poisons, it's the toxins, it's the water that got into my system. Um, but I digress, let me go back. I realized that death is not something that, that happens in a second, like in the movies. It takes time for the energy in your body to to lose its connection, to break down. The Buddhists say three days, others say more. But that if those three days uh, or the last millisecond of your life is trauma, then you will experience trauma for what is an eternity. A split second and an eternity are actually the same thing depending how you experience them. And I think that's why people experience heaven or hell. Because it's that last attachment, it's that last thing that you think about when you actually are in the millisecond before death or those three days as the energy in your body breaks its connection and dissipates. That is probably the most important moment of your life. And the only way to not experience what is an eternity of suffering is to be free. Free of attachments, free of resentment, free of guilt, free of anything that's holding or is going to make you think, oh. What if I had said that? Oh, God, I wish I had time. No, please, they need me. All of that is what makes death traumatic for some. And I've been with a lot of people when they died. I've been next to them. And I've seen how those that have acceptance, that those that actually are ready to die, go peacefully, almost in bliss, my mother and father were that, both separately, but each one had a good death. They were ready, and they let go. They actually let go. Um, and so I knew that at some point in time, I needed to stop being a father, or a husband, or an employee, or an artist, or anything else that I was in this life to just be me to have time to process things to have time to let go of attachments to sit with the beauty of this situation uh, the surroundings I'm in and just feel the energy of nature to unforget the Buddhists have this concept called unforgetting. They say that you cannot be arrogant about uh, spirituality or um, your path. You cannot be a guru. You cannot be anything more 
than a simple being because the act of practice, the act of meditation, the act of spirituality is not learning something, it's unforgetting. Every child is born pure. Every child is born in the state of nature, in the state of what it is it's supposed to be, but we forget that. We constantly are building walls or programmed to forget that which we are, which is an energetic orgasm. Whoa, that was, sorry. You can see it's been a while since I've been with a woman. <laughs> Went straight there, but I meant organism. Um, you know? We are just an organism like everything else made up of bonds of energy. There's, we, uh, I'm not going more into that right now because it's not time. But the concept is this. I don't know that my children will be able to watch me die without trauma. I don't know that they won't try and change my mind. I don't know that doctors will not force me to do things I don't choose to do. Um, the only way for me to control that was to leave. To essentially already die for them. I had wanted to do it in a mutually agreed fashion, but even after 15 years of me talking about it, when the time came, nobody I knew uh, could, uh, could fathom it or could handle it. I was called selfish, I was called egocentric, I was all that, to the point that I faked my death. It was the easiest thing for them because they never would have let me have what I need. So here I sit and the entire planet thinks I'm dead. And no, I'm not dying in the next few weeks or months. I most likely have a year here. And in that year, I want to live. So that I can die. <laughs> 